you're not alone coach welcome to this brief flurry of activity around cricket coaching topics this one is about that slippery or should i say soft skill of building rapport with players now i'm happy to admit that i struggle a little bit in this area because it's not a clearly defined thing it's clear when you have a great relationship with someone or someone that you coach but it's rarely clear how you got there in the first place and so hopefully over the next few minutes we're going to talk a little bit about that and try and work out ways of being able to do that in a in an in an honest way there's no rules with it it's just a load of crazy unpredictable human beings trying to uh, work things out and uh, so to help me with this i've enlisted a fellow human being and cricket coach matt thompson Hello, Matt. Welcome to the show. And um, tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and what you do. Hi, Dave. Um, yeah, just performance cricket coach at, uh, at Millfield School at the moment down in Somerset. As you say, in terms of uh, rapport, we, we get a lot of uh, different ranges of lads and, and girls yeah. uh, across the ages. And then, uh, yeah, we have lots of good experiences uh, trying to get to know them and working with them throughout their time at school. Yeah, it's not a cricket thing, isn't it? You know, it's it's more of a, you know, as I said before, it's more of a human being thing. You know, people people just getting to know each other, but within the context of one person is a coach, one person is a player. And even that context has changed in recent times, isn't it? It was very much, it used to be, you know, one was in charge telling the other one what to do, but even that has changed, doesn't it? So it's more about sort of being honest and being yourself, but that's it's very easy to say I'll oh, just be yourself and then that rapport will come but that that's quite hard work isn't it yeah I, I think it is I think you've got to be as authentic as you can um, I think it's uh, you, you can't try and be somebody you're not I think that's part of, of what good coaching is about and you you doing what what you want to do and, and doing what comes naturally to you and, and hopefully that that gets through to the player a little bit um, but but within that there's a little bit of understanding the player obviously and, and you get a pretty good uh, idea just from interacting with them kind of what their drivers are what their motivations are and you get that just by having a you know a general chit chat with them really um, so those initial conversations you have with players are actually really important it just sets off sets it off to a nice a nice start and hopefully you can you get an idea about what what it is they're trying to do where they are with their cricket you know and, and you find out other bits um, outside of cricket that you can use to, to obviously improve that relationship do you almost have kind of a, a template is the wrong word, but sort of a way of approaching um, those conversations early on to stop it being just about cricket? Because it is easy, isn't it, to say, right, OK, right, let's get on with this. Let's give you a few throwdowns here. And then you get stuck into the cricket so quickly that you don't really know anything about the about the person. So uh, especially if you're dealing with a group, with a larger group, right? If, if you know, a big group of people, you just start coaching because it's a new team or something. Do you have any ways of, of sort of getting to know people people's characters and motivations beyond just that oh look i want to improve my cover drive yeah massively i think um it's obviously easier in a one-to-one context but as you say in that group environment it's um i think it's really important to try and and find little nuggets quite quickly that you can make conversation about so as you know a, a guy's favorite football team or you know something an area of interest outside of cricket that they have um, anything like that that you can then kind of quickly spark up a conversation about or give them a tease about how you know how their football team lost or won um, anything like that you know as I say, it doesn't doesn't have to be even a, a sporting example um, 
just hopefully you, you, you can grasp something that have, that's of interest to them um, and you can use that and, and that's a nice starting point. And it's not just about conversations, is it? I think one of the things that I've learned the more coaching I do is the more you show people that you are, you have that kind of integrity and reliability that, that you are, you, you're after, your motivation is to help them improve then those kind of those extra conversational things are good for initial rapport but really you know when it boils down to it if somebody thinks you are on their team they do start to trust you and that rapport does start to build up over time doesn't it that's something that can't happen immediately but it's a matter of being reliable even if it's something as reliable as you know you turn up you you know you're turning up to every session and you you know you're doing everything you can during those sessions to meet their needs over time people do start to realize oh this this guy's on my side aren't they yeah yeah definitely i think um from personal experience you it's hard people as you say earlier coaches or players the old traditional way of coaching was kind of we tell and and they do type type approach i think it's really important for players to to see that kind of we're we're trying to work around what they've got it's not us coming in straight away and trying to change something because that can sometimes kind of work against you a little bit and a player thinks oh who's who's this bloke coming to tell me what what to do and and actually if they have got something quirky or they're doing something that's you know it isn't perfect but you work with it and you go with them and you work on their strengths first and you as I say you kind of you go in trying to help them straight off then you can start over time you can start working around the bits that you know that might need a little bit of development and that's that's sometimes a nicer way to go about it and you you do things they might have reservations about oh you know I try and whack it all the time and it's like well, that's great go try and whack it all the time go for it let's try and see how we can do that better and instead of right let's not try and whack it let's try and hit it on the floor all the time yeah, straight, lad. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's just trying to reorder sometimes some of the things that you you might want to do and that that helps them see that you actually as you say you are there to help uh, one of the other things that um, that has come to me over uh, over the years of coaching is the balance that you have between, like you say, working with players and, and demanding as much as you can from them, while also not tipping over into you know being demeaning in some way it's very easy to be sarcastic isn't it or to certainly for me I mean I'm a very sarcastic person I suppose but you know and growing up in cricket dressing rooms as well that's not a place where you know foolishness is is uh, is taken lightly so it's very easy to slip into that you know I guess the modern word for it is banter but you know that that kind of uh, demeaning type of of uh, language is very easy, and and maybe with your teammates, that's that's one thing. Um, when you when the context is different, but when you're in a in a coaching context, that kind of uh, de- being demanding rather than being demeaning is a really important point towards building up rapport with players and getting them to feel that trust that that you want them to feel. Yeah, absolutely. And as you say, that's not something that that happens straight away. That's something that. Um, you you become more comfortable with the more you get to know your players. Um, you know, if I if I'm looking back on my my experiences over the last few months, I'm I'm not too dissimilar from you being being sarcastic at times. And um, I made a comment to one of our bowlers at school who who was bowling a lot of no balls, and and I made a joke about it, and he he actually didn't appreciate it that much. Um, which in hindsight, I I wasn't my intention to try and make him feel like that. And 
you know that's having known the lad for for two years so it's it's not it's not going to get right the whole time but going back to what we said about being authentic that's you know having good communication having that good relationship with your players you know sometimes it's all right to you know realize oh, right okay he didn't he didn't take to that too well and you bank that and you move on and you you learn when the appropriate times are to to say certain things to certain players and that's the way it's always going to be i think yeah it's not easy is it you know there are you're going to make mistakes and you're going to find that 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 does knock people's trust sometimes but i think if if we go back to that whole idea of look, i have you got your genuine best interests at heart you know people do see that people see honesty they can read through dishonesty very well i think humans are really good at that and, and i think if you are trying to be someone that you're not and you genuinely don't want to help people you know you're just there because oh, well i've got to be there but you know i didn't really want to do this in the first place people can see through that pretty quickly and so you have to you have to find that motivation within yourself as a coach i think to say you know why am i here why am i doing this and what what can i do to genuinely serve the interests of the people that i'm working with rather than thinking perhaps uh, you know I'm, I'm i'm only here to further my reputation as a coach or i'm only here because i volunteered to do it at the start of the season and uh, <laughs> now now i really am disappointed uh, that i'm having to score and and umpire and um it's cold and it's damp underfoot and <laughs> none of these kids listen to anything i say anyway that that kind of feeling that i mean everyone gets from time to time is something that you have to you have to deal with if you want to build up good trust and good rapport with people yeah at the end of the day as i say we've all been there doing those things sometimes that the, those, those harder days especially you up in scotland um being particularly <laughs> yeah. cold yeah it's it's one of the things you've got it sounds such a cliche statement but it does come down to you know to the players at the end of the day and, and the great thing about coaching is that um you know the guys that are there coming to your sessions they they want to be there at the end of the day they wouldn't be there the mm. large majority wouldn't be there if they didn't want to be there and so you know once you actually boil it down and you pick it apart everybody's got a little a little nudge that you can give them um and it's just about finding that and and the, the more you get to know them it's not as i say we've both said it's not going to come straight away um but the more that you get to know your players the more they get to know you a little bit and both being authentic about it um I think that I think that starts to show, and and there's not much, um, there shouldn't be hopefully too much stopping, you know that that enjoyment and that progression happening as a result. Um, yes, we've got to provide fun and and engagement for them. That's why they turn up, um, you know. But the, the other stuff that that comes around that, the soft skills, as you say, hopefully that that lends itself quite nicely. Yeah, and it's not an easy thing. It's not one of those things where you can just give seven tips and say off you go. But I do want to try and give people some practical things that they can do beyond the kind of we've been talking almost at a philosophical level, haven't we, about, you know, broadly what what you should be trying to do. But let's talk about what how that works on a day to day basis with maybe some practical things that people can do. And one of the things that I thought of immediately when I thought of rapport was using people's names and it is surprising how I mean, it's, it's easy to do. Right? I've, I've started coaching two new groups this winter. Um, three new groups this winter, I should say. So that's more than 60 people's names I have to try and remember right? <laughs> in one block. So I'm still struggling a bit with it. I'm getting there. But 
having that ability to remember names and use people's names is one of the most powerful ones, isn't it? So what what, what else can we do? Sort of a, a quick and dirty sort of tips that we can give people to say, look, if you start doing these things, this will help. This will get you started anyway. This will get you into first gear. Yeah, especially for the younger ones. Like, uh, it's, use nicknames. You know, we've, we've had many summer camps where we've had a young girl turn up with an England top on with Gary Balance on the back of her shirt. And, and within two minutes, she, she's Gary Balance for the rest of the day. <laughs> and and suddenly she comes back next year. Oh, Gary's back, and and she, and she, and she loves it. And um, you know, sometimes the more the more uh, kind of out there they are, and the more the more weird the nickname, and you know, however funny it might be, the more it sticks. Um, and especially yeah. if you have got a big group, that's that's actually quite an easy one, and it's quite helpful. So you know, generally kids love you know love having a nickname. They love having the attention of it. Um, so yeah, call them a, get a nickname out of them. If they're wearing a Liverpool shirt, call them a you know call them a nickname or or something. Um, and that's a nice way to to start. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. There's there's a guy um, who plays in uh, one of the teams I coach. His name is Balal, and someone. Um, just one day, someone said, uh, "Oh, look, here he comes! It's Alan Balali, and that's it. Now he's Alan. Isn't he's, everyone calls him Alan now? And that's just." <laughs> and sometimes that really helps the belo- you know the belonging of that person. Sometimes it, yeah. all it needs, and, and suddenly they feel part of something. And there you go. That's that's them away. And as I say, yeah. it's, it's sometimes a nice one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else have we got? I guess um, eye contact is another good one. I heard a story the other day about a coach who um, none of the coached junior players, uh, but none of the uh, the parents uh, felt any trust towards him, even though he was a good coach. And the and the answer was that he would always be wearing sunglasses. He never took his sunglasses off. Uh, and it's uh, you don't trust someone who doesn't make eye contact, do you? It seems shifty, doesn't it? So that's another good one. And one that I noticed people aren't that great at is that our whole idea of making that eye contact and holding that eye contact, you know, in, in a way that it's got to be, it's got to feel natural. But if you're constantly averting your eyes, then people are going to think that you're a bit shifty and that it's going to take longer to build up that trust. So just being able to make eye contact is another good one for me. Yeah, definitely. Um, and eye contact praise, I think, is a really interesting one. Um you know, there's lots mm. of debate about what praise, you know, how much praise do you give? Should you not give too much praise? I think, again, at, at the younger ages and, you know, praise is really important and getting players to talk to each other. And when you do those reviews at the end of a day or at the end of a drill or a session, um, getting the players and actually you praise the players through through the others, if that makes sense. So, you know, it might be you review something and you go, yeah, you know, what did you, who do you think did really, really well today and why, you know, and things like that. Whereas, and it's them actually then being able to interact with each other and mm. give each other a little bit of constructive feedback. It makes them feel good, but also what, you know, they understand why. Um, and it, again, and again, it's not just coming from you. So that's also, for me, it's quite a nice one. Praise is a good one. Praise, uh, we'll, we'll probably do a whole show on praise because that, you know, that's that is a huge area to talk about. But yeah, as as a way of building rapport, it's superb. Do, we talk about being authentic and, and players trusting you. So li- little things like um, it might sound really silly, but we've all we've all been there and said, oh, you know, you, you know, you're batting, you're back before the end of the session, or you, or make sure you get a bowl at the end of the session, whatever it might be. Um, and there's nothing worse for the kid thinking, oh, great, I'm going to have a bat at the end of the session. And then you run out of time and you've forgotten that they haven't had a bat and they think, oh, he's forgotten about me a little bit. Um, so little things like that and always try and not, uh, always stick, if you're going to promise a, a lad something, try and try and stick to that. 
Okay, well, um, hopefully that's some practical things. We're going to wrap it up there. Um, and now, Matt, if there's people who are listening and they want to sort of uh, find out a little bit more about you, do you uh, appear anyone on the internet in a in a public manner? Uh, there's some various social media outlets. Yeah, there's uh, there's some Twitter Twitter bits floating around, and the Millfield cricket is uh, is an always good one to have a look at. Um, okay, so, yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah, people are more than welcome to to drop some questions, and I'm more than happy to to listen to some experiences elsewhere, see what other people have, have done that works for them. Fantastic. Well, as always, you can find me over at david25.com david25.com and various other places on the internet but that's my home base so make sure you uh, go and have a look at that and that is the end of another show for you are not alone coach thanks for listening